Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Let's just stay in this atmosphere and attitude of worship. Welcome to heaven's war room. Welcome to a place where you can absolutely lay things down before the Lord. And I am so grateful that you're willing to respond from your seats, from the front. You just have a response for the Spirit of God. That is incredible. You're going to see so many things change in your life when you're willing to say, I'm not holding anything back. And marriages were just touched, impacted by the goodness of the Lord. Amen? You know, I heard years ago Jensen Franklin say that what you need is in the house. And I want to make sure we get this covered for one of our families. One of our men came to me this morning and said that they were in need of a backhoe for just a few moments, not long at all. Is there anyone who has a backhoe? Know someone who has a backhoe. There's a need in the body, in this house. All right, for a family that needs a backhoe. And I want to make sure that we always are able to find what we need. It's always in the house. Does anyone know that someone with a backhoe? There we go. All right, so here's what I need for you to do. You see me after the service. I'm going to connect you up with that family, and then we're going to take it from there, okay? Isn't that cool? How many are discovering that what you need is in the kingdom? It's in God's kingdom. You don't have to run the streets. You don't have to go out there and market yourself as in the terms that the world would use. You can actually find what you need in God's kingdom. I mean, you're going to be there for eternity, okay? So what you need is in the house. It's always in the Father's house, amen? If you have your Bibles, this is going to be our launching verse. This is not where I'm going to be preaching this morning because I'm going to give you some very important tools on what you need so you can thrive. All of us know Jeremiah 29, 11. It is a landmark verse for those who thrive. Now listen, there are many who speak that verse, say that verse, but then they don't see the operation of that verse. As of today, you're going to see the operation of that verse. The operation of that verse. Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. I will not be preaching from here But this is the foundational verse. Listen to what the Father says. I know the thoughts. How many know that God thinks? I know the thoughts that I think. Isn't that wonderful? Towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Let's make a declaration this morning together. Father, I thank you. I have a rich future and a great hope. In your son, Jesus Christ, who is the blessed hope. Thank you, Father. It's enjoyable in your kingdom. Amen. So I want to share with you this morning a message entitled, We Were Made to Thrive. Let me explain the backdrop to this story this morning and the message that God has for every one of us. Back in July, when I went to Southeastern for two weeks, to work on educational um, classes, Dr. LeBlanc uh, came in on her devotional time, and she could see that some of us were very apprehensive. 
Anybody ever been there where you're just kind of apprehensive? Like, God, are you sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing? It was probably over all of our faces. You've had those moments too when it's like, I just need confirmation that as I step, I'm stepping where you want me to step. Okay? And so she said, I need everybody to get up. And we're all looking around the room, all 26 of us, and we go, what has this got to do with coursework? And she said, I want to share with you a song by Casting Crowns. And the song is, you were made to thrive, not to survive. And I looked around, and and all of a sudden, you could see faces changed. And you could see eyes begin to glisten. And then we could see individuals, including myself, with tears in their eyes, like, wow, confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. So listen closely to a couple of the lyrics, and then I'm going to open up the package that's deep in that song. Listen to these lyrics. We know we were made for so much more than ordinary lives. How many are tired of living ordinary lives? Just the same old, same old, same old. It's time for us to do more than just survive. And God doesn't want you just to survive. God wants you and I to thrive. So we're going to look at the four deep terms that are couched in that song, bring them out, extract them out, and then deepen them with God's Word. Everyone begin with saying with me this morning, I am filled with the joy of the Lord. I have great faith for every situation in my life. Thank you, Father. Your love abounds in me. Therefore, Everything and anything is possible with you. Amen? Somebody handed me a cell phone the other day and showed a picture of some of the cheerleaders. And in that picture, there were these statements around it. With God, everything is possible. With Him, everything is possible. See, we know it up here, but you're about to experience it like you'd never have experienced it before. And you're going to leave a legacy for your children and your grandchildren because they're going to be young people and adults eventually that will thrive in the kingdom. Amen? So as we get ready to dig in, check out this quote. Rethink your success mindset. Times are getting tougher. We need tougher mindsets to ensure that we go beyond surviving to thriving. So just turn to someone and go, I'm about to switch. And what I'm talking about is I'm switching from the level of thought that I have right now to a brand new level of thinking. Don't stay where you were. Don't even stay where you were yesterday. Create a whole new level of thinking by jumping into Romans chapter 12 and going, my mindset's going to be renewed. I may have been an A student last year, but now I'm going to be a mentor to others because I know where my grades are going. That's a whole nother level. I did great last year as an athlete, but it's even going to be bigger this year than last year. I turned to an athlete the other day and I said, where you were last year, you won't be next year. And on top of that, are you ready to be called up? So are you ready to be called up in God's kingdom? See, it's not about sports. It's about being a soldier and an athlete in the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? 
So let's take a look at what it's going to mean for you and I to thrive. In the song that we're going to hear at the end of the message, they're going to say that we have joy unspeakable. So if you have your Bibles, let's go to work. How many like to have great happiness and pleasure and joy on the inside? Yes? God wants us to be that way. Like Jesus was attractive. And I don't, that doesn't just mean he was attractive because he may have been good looking. I, I don't know because I've never seen real pictures of Jesus. But he was very attractive and people enjoyed being around Jesus. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, you can check it out in the Word, you can check it on the screen. Here's what it says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, this is God's will. God's will is for you and I to have a spirit of joy on the inside, regardless of what's going on on the outside. The Bible also says in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4, listen closely, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. When you're going through whatever you're going through, prepare yourself in advance. Hello? And you're going to be just fine. Prepare in advance. It will never disturb the joy of the Lord. What catches us off guard is we're not at the level where God wants us to be and then the storms arrive and we don't know how to manage them, how to deal with them because we've not prepared ourselves. Joy will prepare you. The joy of the Lord will prepare you. And the Bible also says, listen closely, you know this verse, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you're tired and you're weary and you feel broke down, check your tank. Where there is joy, there is strength. Where there is strength, there is joy. So now as you begin to think about an area where you want to thrive, are you writing down, because we're going to put them up here on the stage, an area where you're going to thrive in the category of God's joy in your life. Amen? God wants you to be filled with joy. So I'm going to speak the joy of the Lord over you. I speak it over your heart, over your mind, over your countenance, over this upcoming week. Now, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave it at the supermarket? Are you going to pick it up and take it with you? Are you going to leave it in the house of the Lord? Are you going to go, nope, that's mine. I'm taking it with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It doesn't matter what the bills say. doesn't matter what's going on with the family. doesn't matter what my health has to say. I know that the report is this. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And if he can get your joy, he can get your junk. Or any other term you want to put in there. Hold tightly to the joy of the Lord. It is fun being around people who carry the joy of the Lord. Turn to somebody and say, I have his joy. One has put it this way, joy is the infallible sign of the presence of God. So when you see someone, and I'm not just talking about They're happy because things went their way. They just have an attitude of joy on the inside. That's a person who carries the presence of the Lord. Amen? So write down that area where you're going to thrive, in the area of joy. It could be, hey, when I come home, man, my kids aren't going to run for cover. They're going to run to the door going, wow, look, mom, dad's home. Okay? Set the tone with the joy of the Lord. Next. Faith 
that is unsinkable. Faith that is unsinkable. God never wants you to go under. God wants you to go over. <clears throat> Let's see how um, dynamic the Holy Spirit is here this morning. Okay? God wants unsinkable, unsinkable faith operating in your life. Let's create a war room for a moment. I want to pray over those who are struggling with their faith. I'm not talking about your salvation. You couldn't buy it. You didn't earn it, so you can't lose it. And if you lost it, were you there at the cross when he was there? He took care of your salvation at the cross. But you've been battling and struggling with your faith. It's kind of like it's been all over the place. But today, God wants to give you unsinkable faith. Now listen, I know where I'm standing this morning because last month in July, it was like everything under the sun came to my mind. Why are you furthering your education? Do you understand the timeline? How do you know we draw up timelines God never gave? Mm -hmm. We're more conditioned to our own thoughts than God's thoughts. And then we're conditioned and reprogrammed by other people. May God have mercy. But you would like to have unsinkable faith. Would you stand in the house where you have unsinkable faith? I invite you to stand. We're in a war room moment. I knew the Spirit of the Lord was here. Hallelujah. Father, here we are, many of us standing across this room. We want to be fit. For the season that we're entering into. Father we thank you that we're in a moment. With you as the coach of all coaches. In the locker room of heaven. And right now we are asking that you would increase. And strengthen the faith of every person in this house. In fact across the body of Christ. And individuals who are thinking about wanting to come into the kingdom. I thank you right now. You give them faith to come home by the way of the cross. We release faith in this room. In Jesus name. And God's people said, high five someone as you're seated and go, you'll never sink. And this is what the Bible's talking about in Philemon chapter 1 and verse 6. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So let's make a declaration this morning. I know how to communicate. Everything's on the inside. And he will supply all of my needs. I have unsinkable faith. Matthew chapter 21 verse 21 says this. And Jesus answered and said to them. Truly I say to you. If you have faith. And let's just respond. Because let's, let's say that Jesus is here. Because he is here. By the person of the Holy Spirit. Let's make a declaration. Father I have that faith. And then Jesus continues and, and doesn't doubt. Let's stop right there and simply say, doubting is not a part of my DNA. Ready? Doubting is not a part of my DNA. Awesome. Wow. Now let's finish up that verse. Can we do that together? Here's what Jesus says. You shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it shall be done. Would you say with me this morning, there's power in my words. I agree with Jesus that what Jesus did, I can do through the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within me. I'm only saying that's exactly what God wants for us to do. Here's an example. 
we put a particular student at our school on our prayer list to go to the war room. Opens up every Sunday morning at 9.30. Because I can already see that it doesn't look good for that particular student. And the Spirit of the Lord stopped me in my tracks early this morning, early, early this morning, and said, stop talking about him and bring him to me. You know, we're real good about talking, aren't we? We do know how to talk, don't we? And then all of a sudden, the things that we're saying actually show up in the lives of people. Because you've got power in your words. So as of today, there will be a transforming change in that young man's life. And we're going to see him captured and captivated by the grace and the mercy. And God's grace is chasing him down right now. Well, let me just go ahead and put it out there this way. Jeff, wherever you are right now, Jeff, God's grace is chasing you down. The way that we were running around in this house last Sunday, God's grace is chasing you down. Week two will be better than week one. And God's people said... We can't afford to let our children sink. So speak faith over their lives. And see, if you're in the educational setting, they are your children. And you are that candle. You are that light that is up on the city. And you've got to let that light be seen so that lives are changed. So... As you're writing this morning, where do you want to see your faith grow? Write it down because we're going to bring it before the Lord and you're going to be amazed at what God's going to allow you to do. He's going to remove some limits that you've put in there. By the way, God didn't put them there. We did. When I finished at Regent University in 2005, I said I was done. How many know that when we say we're done, we're not done? God says we're done when we're done. I think the Bible says that he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So don't put timelines. This is about the third time that's coming up. Someone in this house has been putting timelines. Stop drawing timelines. Let God rearrange everything in your package. Oh, also for someone, and, and you may join me and others who are out there. God loves to get us beyond our comfort zones. Like last Sunday was a moment where it was not the normal morning worship service. He took us out of our comfort zone. And everybody seemed to do very well with that. So give yourselves a big round of applause. Yes? Well, you did enjoy it, didn't you? I mean, you're kind of like, you know, okay, I'll clap a little bit. So we have seen so far that people who thrive, they have joy that is absolutely at the, at the brink of everything that they do. They have faith that's unsinkable. You just can't bury them. Doesn't matter what comes, it doesn't matter what goes, it doesn't matter. We know that faith always wins the battle. If there's an issue going on right now in your life and in your loved ones and in your family and extended friends, I want to invite you to put faith there. Put faith where the issue Let me slow down and say that one more time. Put faith where the issue is. You will be amazed at what God will do. And then you're going to hear, as Casting Crowns begins to sing, that we have love that's unstoppable. I'll never forget the story that Dave Wilkerson shared in the the movie and then also in his book, The Cross and the Switchblade. How many go back that far? There's a few of us, The Cross and the Switchblade. Dave Wilkerson, oh my goodness. Teen Challenge, Nikki Cruz, a a, a real thug. 
a real punk, a, 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 a real, he was. He was a gangster in New York City. I, we deal with some wannabes in Levy County. And they like to drop it down low and, and all that nonsense. They would shudder in the presence of a Nikki Cruz. I'm talking about love that's unstoppable. And Dave Wilkerson began to minister to Nikki Cruz on the streets of New York City. I think he was the leader of the group that was called the Mau Mau's, if my memory is still right there. And Nikki would come up to him and just kind of like terrorize and tantalize him. And like, man, there's no way I'm ever coming to, you to know Christ. And then he would talk about what he would do to David Wilkerson's life. And this is what David Wilkerson said one time. Nikki, Jesus loves you so much that even if you were to cut up my body into all kinds of pieces, hundreds of pieces, thousands of pieces, every piece of my body would say, Nikki, Jesus loves you. How many know that's unstoppable love? That's love that's unstoppable. By the way, Nikki Cruz came to know Jesus Christ. As his Savior and Lord. Nikki Cruz never went back to the streets. I want to invite young people that know the Lord, stay out of the streets. Stay out of the streets. Now, that doesn't mean, did he say we can't go to Walmart? Did, did you know he said we can't go up and down Main Street? You know that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the life of the street. I'm talking about the mentality that's out there that would take you from thriving to barely surviving. Turn to somebody and say, I was made for much more. And this is what the Bible is talking about in Psalm 63 and verse 8. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. If you've got a praise in your heart this morning and you have a love for Jesus Christ, can you just jump up on your feet, kind of like that right there, and just begin to give God praise in this place? Well, there's a few people that, uh, come on, you you love him and you know about his love? Come on, can you not just get a little, uh, get up there a little bit? Showing that you love him this morning. Come on. It's unstoppable. There's no stopping the love of Jesus Christ in you, for you, through you, to other people. In Jesus' name. Now one more time, because people don't think white people can jump. Let's show everybody we can jump. Are you ready? Jump. Some of you didn't even make a move. Alright, then do it this one time. Just kind of jump like that one time. Ready? Come on, let's try. Jump. There we go. Awesome. Give the Lord praise, and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. Yes, love is unstoppable. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 12. Listen to what it says. Hatred stirs up strife. I renounce all strife in families this morning. All strife broken. Listen closely. Where there is strife, there is hatred. Where there is hatred, there's strife. I renounce all strife and all hatred. It just leaves the premise. It leaves our lives in Jesus' name. Watch this. And love, the rest of the verse, love covers all offenses. How many have been offended ever in your life? think everybody in this house has been offended. Someone took advantage. Someone um, trespassed. Someone said something they should not have said. Come on, and on and on we go. Guess what? Love covers all offenses. Love covers all offenses. So here's what I need for you to do. I, I know sometimes it's like a kindergarten room, 
And for all of you that worried last Sunday, man, he was up there and he was, he was dancing. What about this morning? You're going to go out and tell people he was on his face this morning. See, if you're going to tell one half of the coin, tell the other side. It's not just about, man, he was up there dancing and, and singing and shouting. What about this morning? He was on his face this morning. Make sure that you get out there and tell them that too. Because see, the devil will use your mouth. Let me say that again. The devil will use your mouth. And he'll only show one side of the coin. Mm-hmm. The sign that he is attacking. Mm-hmm. The side that he's trying to shut down and put a lid over your life. And over the church and over the community. But in this house, we are free to express Father, how much we love you for what you've done for us. We can't even figure out why you did it. We, we can't even put our minds around how good your grace has been towards us. But love covers. So let's take an elementary moment. And here's what I'd like for you to do. We're going to cover all the offenses that people have done against our lives with love. Because love is unstoppable. Ready? I just want you to do it like that right there. You ready? Go ahead and go. Go ahead and go. See, mine's come up a little bit, started down by my Bible. Now I'm going to bring it on up. Now I'm going to bring it on up. I'm going to bring it up as far as I can go. Now I'm on my tippy toes and I'm reaching up. I don't know, maybe somebody wants to stand and go, you know what, man, there's been a whole lot of pile of <clears throat> that's come against my life, but I'm going to get up on my feet and I'm going to make it so big and so strong. Man, there it is right there. No more. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Love is unstoppable. The best way to defend an offense is with love. Wow. The best way to handle an offense is with love. That's what Jesus did at the cross. The closer he came to the finish line, the quieter he became. And he only said seven things on the cross. And the hotter it is for us, the more we, but sometimes we love to sing, to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, all I ask. Doing great in here, but then I get out there and there's no more singing, and now it's just yakking. Did you know what they said? Say it with me this morning, love covers. Come on, church, love covers. Come on, church. Love covers. I got a feeling I'm going to get to experience and express love this week. Proverbs 17, 17. We only got one more to go. How many are writing? Because we're going to come and lay these things before him. Because we're not withholding anything. Now we're going to come and lay some new things down and say, Father, I want to thrive. I want to move forward. I want to go deeper into your love. I want to go deeper in faith. I want the joy of the Lord to be all over my countenance. So that people will know somebody must be living on the inside. Somebody must be living on the inside. Somebody must be living on the inside. Poke somebody and say he's on the inside. Come on. Come on. He's living on the inside. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 17 says this. A friend loves at all times. Now you can start calculating who your true friends are. Always align it. Align friends with God's word. It'll keep you out of a lot of trouble. Last part of the verse. And a brother is born for adversity. 
So this is probably a moment where you just need to be alone with the Lord, but let me give you a word from heaven. How can you do that? Because Jesus prayed this, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So if God knows about it in heaven, he wants to bring it to earth. If God knows all about it up there, he would love to be able to use you to get it down here to someone who's in need. So all of you are star athletes in the kingdom. There are several of you that are going through some very difficult times. The Bible calls it adversity. God is going to birth someone in your life, and I'm not talking about a toddler coming out of the womb. God is going to bring someone into your life who is going to be a friend in the most difficult time that you're going through. Let me explain it to you this way. I resisted like you wouldn't believe having a roommate with me for two weeks. If my wife can't be with me, I don't want anybody. And certainly not someone of the same gender. I don't care if we're good friends from way back and whenever. I still don't want anybody with me. If my wife can't be with me, I don't want anybody. And don't you know that? You should know that by now. Is this good talking here between me and the Father? Like, you do the same thing, don't you? You just don't want anybody to read your cards. And the more I chatted and the more I mentioned that to him, the more I think I just saw heaven smile. Because in that two-week period, I needed a person by the name of Dylan Barnes who has been a blessing to my life as we work through all of these papers and all of these assignments. And he's got all of this savvy stuff about technology, and I'm catching up. See the difference between catching up and I'm behind? Watch what you say, how you say it. And Dylan's all over it. Today is a very critical day that we finalize everything and get it in to our professor. But he has been exactly what God needed to bring into my life. Why are you pushing back on what God's trying to do? See, that simple illustration was for you from my life. I don't want a roommate, and now I'm really uh, conscientious. He's six foot forever, and here I am two foot and whatever. Lord Jesus! I think he is like six foot five, close to six five. But you talk about camaraderie and friendship. Because see, God knows what you need when you're going through adversity. But we want to pick who's going through the storm with us, don't we? Let God bring into your life as you go through a season of adversity the person who will be your anchor. Oh, I just believe in Jesus and me. That's a lonely trip. When he's planned success. Last one. Y'all ready to write one more time? And you're ready to come to the front as we listen to Casting Crowns. How many know that you were made to thrive, not just survive? God's not interested in you just surviving. You mean to tell me all that blood just to be able to have us survive? That blood was applied so that we could be successful. So that we could thrive. And when I talk about success, I'm not talking about the way the world talks about success. I'm talking about kingdom success. Anything is possible. Now, that's a big one. 
But before you get to that level, let's once again remind ourselves, Father, I thank you for the joy of the Lord. Father, I thank you that my faith is growing. It started out as a mustard seed, but look at it today. And my prayer room is opened up, and man, my car's become my prayer room. My office is my prayer room. The cafeteria is my prayer room. Sometimes the bathroom is my prayer room. The closet's my prayer room. The TV, every room is my room of prayer. Come on, church. Come on, church. Let me explain to you something, and I'm certainly not taking anything away from the movie. If the enemy notices your track, and by the way, he knows how to play defense. And if he can just wall you down to one room, he'll keep you there. Let me explain to you this way. As long as you just stay right here in the church, you're no bother to him out there. But you want to carry prayer everywhere you go. Here a prayer, there a prayer, everywhere a prayer. Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Amen? So I believe in a prayer closet, but I tell you what, my life is a prayer closet. And I'll stop anywhere, anytime with anyone, and we will go to the Lord in prayer. Boom. That's what God wants. Yes, you should have a designated area, but your whole life should be a, here comes the kids. Father, I just pray for these kids as they get, all these nappy kids as they get off those buses. Yes, Lord, I said nappy today, tomorrow it'll get better, but I pray for every one of these kids. Father, I thank you that they're drug free. I thank you there's no marijuana anywhere. Thank you they're going to turn in their cell phones. You mean I got to do all that just in my prayer closet? No, I'm going to do it everywhere. I want the enemy to know he owns nothing over there at Levy Learning Academy. Because I'm there. Because you're where you're supposed to be. Hello? Hello? Let's just make a... She walked out there on the... And one more thing. Devil! I love that when she said that last night. So let's just give the enemy one more thing. Ready? Stand with me on your feet. We're going to get the last one. We're almost there. Stand... Oh, come on. Come on. Most of you are much younger than I am. Oh, but brother, you don't know about my body. It's all messed up. Speak to your body. Tell your body how it's going to be. You all ready? And devil, one more thing. I'll never go back into the box of my past. I'm breaking out. I'm breaking out. I'm out. I'll pray anywhere, at any time, for anyone. You got that? In Jesus' name, may the Lord rebuke you. Come on, church. And then you may be seated, high-five someone and say, I'm never back in the box. Never back in the box. It was Dr. A.W. Tozer who actually wrote a book entitled, I Talk Back to the Devil. Anytime I do talk back, I make sure that at the end I simply say, the Lord rebuke you for ever talking to me. I do it all the time. The Lord rebuke you for even talking to me. Stay where you belong, under my feet, right there. And I'm just, I'm sometimes, I'm not really country, but I don't mind. And don't, you don't need to replace my shoes. I got a new pair of shoes and I can't stand them. And devil, you belong right underneath that hole in that shoe. Stay there and suck my foot. (laughs) See, you guys think like right now, kind of like I'm kind of playing. But let me tell you something. I know what war is all about. And I want him to stay right where he belongs, under my feet. And leave these kids alone. 
and leave these young ladies alone. You can't have this generation. So that was a good time to just, these shoes are so comfortable. They're so comfortable. I just don't want to get rid of them. And the new ones hurt my feet. Kind of sounds like our good friend David. Thanks, Saul. I really appreciate. Man, that's really nice stuff you got. But, man, I don't need all that. I don't need all of that. Just give me what I'm used to. And with the anointing of the Lord and the presence of the Lord and the joy of the Lord and faith abiding within me and love all over me, come on, let's go. I thought at least somebody might get a little excited. I don't know. Let's wrap this up and get ready to uh, bring some things before the Lord this morning. How many believe that anything is possible? So right now, I just need a couple prayer warriors just to stand where you are. You don't know what you're going to do, just prayer warriors. Want to stand with me for a moment, please? Father, I bring Tamayo Howard to you this morning. And Lord, I don't know all the situation that's going on with his, uh, with his brain. And Father, I'm just asking in Jesus' name, I thank you for Tamayo Howard. And I thank you, Father God, that you're going to put him back into full recovery. And I thank you if it's a clot, it's unclotted. And if it needs wisdom, the doctors have that wisdom. If they need knowledge, they have the knowledge. If they need understanding, they have understanding and I thank you Father God that you're going to do all things well for Tamayo and he can put his faith and confidence and hope and trust in you and I give you praise Father God over his body I speak life health and I thank you for restoration in Jesus name amen and someone just said to themselves I knew I should have stood boy when you're invited to stand with a person who is a person of prayer man you don't have to know what it's all about you just jump up in there you know why because what I carry is released on your life watch this what I'm carrying started back with my grandmother and it started with my daddy and my mother and I'm carrying it and I'm going to pass it on I probably won't pass on a whole lot money wise can't you tell But I'm going to pass on a legacy that will cause our children and young children and our grandchildren to walk like they've never walked before. What is in your bank account today? Is it filled with joy? Is it filled with faith? Is it filled with love? And do you have an attitude that with God this is possible? That's the attitude that causes you to thrive. Let me run these real quick and then it's time to just kind of have some fun. You all ready? You all ready for some fun? God wants you to thrive. God wants you to thrive. God wants you to be more than a conqueror. Well, I already am. That's what the Word says. But now you got to produce it. Now you got to produce it. I know what the Word says, and I used this at the prison the other day. Yo, listen up real quick over here one time. You ready? Here's what I shared with the kids at the prison yesterday. You ready? Are you ready? And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And the word of their testimony. So the blood's been laid for us. Now we got to back up the blood with our testimony. And when you put those two together, anything with God is possible. Say with me this morning, as of today, I have a great testimony. I am fearless, filled with joy, faith abounding, love exploding. Anything is possible. This is what the Bible is talking about in Luke chapter 18, verse 27. And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And so I have a response to that. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let's go. 
One more verse, Job chapter 42 and verse 2. I know that thou canst do everything, and no thought can be withheld from thee. Our confidence isn't in ourselves. Our confidence isn't in a motivational message. Our confidence is in a God who can do everything. You know him. You're connected to him. Last verse, and then have you completed writing things down that you want to bring here to the front. And we're going to celebrate with that song. We were made to thrive. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Well, ladies and gentlemen, first quarter is about to begin and we're going to get beat. You know why? Because there's not a whole lot of passion. Okay, guys, lace up your shoes. Let's go. Y'all ready? It's going to be a great game, isn't it? You're excited, aren't you? You're ready? Let's try one more time. Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. You have to understand, there are all kinds of witnesses that you can't see that are here. And you've got to let both kingdoms know the answer. The answer, there's nothing too hard for the Lord. No! Let's go. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. There's some individuals that are carrying some pretty heavy promises that God's given to you. If you would stand with me. You've got some promises that God's given to you. In a moment, we're going to finalize and then we're going to have the song. Wow, look at the, wow, you, you're carrying a promise. Wow. I pleaded with the Lord this week. That's a good thing to do. We all used to do it with our parents. Okay, okay, just, just two, not three. Or whatever it was. You pleaded to get your way. Can I get one witness? We pleaded with our parents. Come, give me a break. Okay. Come on, please. Can I just have the bicep? Can I have the baby doll? Please. Oh, mommy, please. I won't ask anymore. We pleaded with our parents. <clears throat> I pleaded with the Lord this week. Please never, ever let the prophetic voice leave my life. If it does, set me down. I asked him that. I said, please, never, ever take the prophetic voice off of my life. If so, set me down, because I know you can find people who can speak better than me. Prophetic word for those who are standing with a promise. You can bank on it. It just came to you from the book of Genesis. Even, listen closely, even as Sarah was promised and brought forth her son, the promise that God has given to you, surely it will come forth. You are in that season. That's all. Come on. Let's all stand on our feet and give the Lord praise. Thank you, Father. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, God, for those that not...
sure, we'll still give you a praise because it's going to bring them on board. God, I give you praise. God, I give you praise. This is a house that will always thrive. This is a house that will grow and continue to expand. I give you praise for great family members in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.